Whichever coffee you want, Mojo Espresso is the double shot you need. It's your caffeine-inspired shot of inspiration and perspective, made organically to help you on your journey, with the goal to win the morning and win the day. Okay, so to this month's theme, which is the hero's journey. And it might just be one of the most important themes we'll ever cover off on Mojo Espresso, because it's one of the most powerful frameworks to help us all navigate this crazy thing called life right now. But it's unfortunately not a subject that we get taught about at school. And it bloody well needs to be, because here's the thing. There's three chapters in the hero's journey that we all got to move through. But because we don't know this, for many of us, we actually haven't moved past chapter one, which is effectively all about us, self, 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 creating this somewhat entitled generation, this cult of self who believe we're the center of our own universe. And we don't understand the incredible life lessons we learn when we get into chapter two, that life is difficult, but once we accept that life is difficult, life is no longer that difficult. And we also learn that our greatest growth comes from our darkest times. And then when we get out of chapter two and into chapter three, we realize that life's not actually about you, but rather the impact you can have on someone else's life. And that's ultimately in chapter three, where we find our bliss. Now, unfortunately, there's no such thing as human being school, where you can learn to be a human, where you can learn to separate what we do from who we are, right? To be a human being first and a human doing second. Okay, so what is the hero's journey? <clears throat> well, it's a storytelling framework created by Joseph Campbell, a mythologist, to help us understand the stages of life that we all need to move through. And it's based on three chapters and understanding them not only helps us deal with adversity like pandemics, but also helps us understand some of the realities and uncertainties of life that we may not be accepting today and therefore we're getting distracted in the worst possible way. As an example, so many leaders today still operate in chapter one where they think leadership is all about them. And because they haven't got into chapter three, they don't actually realize that leadership has got nothing to do with them, but rather the impact they can have on someone else's life to serve them, to care about them, to create an environment to help others realize their potential. But it's also the same with kids. If kids don't learn that there's more to life than chapter one, this focusing on ourself, we only encourage this cult of self, yeah, generation where we become self-obsessed and self-absorbed and we don't learn the brutal facts of our own reality. That while life is difficult, there is a way through it. And that's where the growth lies, to turn adversity into possibility. Okay, so what are the three chapters? Well, chapter one is called separation, where the hero separates from their normal surroundings and goes on an adventure, which might be school or work or new relationships or dreams, yeah? This stage is all about me. I'm focusing on myself. And while it's somewhat selfish because it's about achievement to make us feel significant, it's also about being curious to see what our strengths and passions are. So it's an essential step, but it's mainly all about me. Yeah. Chapter two is called the initiation, where shit gets real and the hero goes through challenges and crucible moments. And we got to get out of our comfort zone to overcome adversity in order to grow. Yeah. And usually this is with the help of a guide or a mentor. <clears throat> it's in this chapter where we have these crucible moments, these life altering moments, which might be a pandemic, and they're laced with meaning and we got to make sense of them because they're either going to hold us back and that kind of post-traumatic stress, or they can project us forward, post-traumatic growth. 
Yeah, we're either buried or we're planted. So we've got to make sense of the struggles and internal self-doubt in order to get into chapter three. And in chapter three is called the return. This is where the hero returns home, kind of transformed, yeah, and shares their wisdom and learnings to inspire others, to contribute to someone else's journey. In chapter three, we move from I to we and gain a sense of contribution and fulfillment and meaning. And while on one lens, the hero's journey could apply to our whole life, it could also simply be a continuous cycle of mini hero journeys based on all the different things going on in our life right now. So I might be in chapter two in my professional life, but chapter three in my personal life And that's okay if these mini hero journeys, we're in different cycles because we're applying learnings from one part of our life into another. Okay, as a storytelling framework, the hero's journey is not only incredibly popular with psychologists, but also Hollywood movies because we relate to the characters and can see ourselves in their hopes and their dreams and their mistakes and their falls and hopefully their hard-fought victories as well. Life demands a heroic response and the hero's journey can actually show us how to go out into the world in chapter one, to dealing with adversity in chapter two, to finding meaning in chapter three. So our hero's journey is actually no different from Harry Potter's or Katniss Evergreen's or Frodo's or Luke Skywalker's. We just have different versions of Death Eaters and Orcs and Stormtroopers. But let's just clarify for a minute what actually is a hero as real heroes are very different from the classic Hollywood superhero where it's all about them. Joseph Campbell once said, a hero is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than oneself. If you believe life is all about you, you're probably still in chapter one of your hero's journey. But if we can reach chapter three, a humbler picture of a hero emerges. I heard a beautiful story recently about a guy who was trying to be a professional golfer but never quite made it and eventually became a teacher. And he was lamenting to a fellow teacher how I think it was Tiger Woods who recently just finished way down the rankings but made millions of dollars as a consequence. And he said to his colleague, I chose the wrong career. And his colleague responded, no, you didn't. Society chose the wrong heroes. When you get into chapter three of your hero's journey, your definition of a hero dramatically changes, as does your vision of success. For me, Heroes are people who have the courage to find themselves and then lose themselves and find someone else to love. They make sense of who they are and what they want and they, then they let go of ego and fear and they find this beautiful balance between courage and consideration. The courage to put themselves out of their comfort zone to realize their potential and then consideration at the end of the day, it's not about them, but rather the impact they can have on someone else's life. What's really important to acknowledge here is that each of us are on our own journey and we've got to accept that so that we don't compare ourselves with someone else's journey, which just throws us off or distracts us or interferes as well. And don't let others interfere in your journey, telling you you can't do something. Fuck that, what do they know? It's not their journey. We're all on different journeys and in different stages. The only person you should compare yourself with is who you were yesterday and aim to be that little bit better today. And if we're intrinsically motivated, we don't have to wait to be successful because we're motivated by the journey, not this external destination. So there's no finish line, but that's what kind of makes it exciting at the same time. 
Now, a key principle of the hero's journey is we can't do it alone. When Joseph Campbell created the hero's journey, he spelt out that to get through chapter two, we need a guide, we need a team, we need an advisory board. So the question is, who is your guide? Yeah, who is on your team? Just like Harry had Dumbledore as a guide and Hermione and Ron as his mates, or Frodo had Gandalf and then the fellowship who said, you know, we've got your back. We all need mentors and mates and teammates to help get us through. So get rid of this bullshit alpha male loner mentality and make your life one big giant cafe latte of mentors and mates with coffee and curiosity to seek the answers and help get you through. We literally built the Mojo app and mindset course to be that quasi guide to give you at least one mentor in your life to stay close to you along the way. But for me, the key to all of this right now, especially where the world's at, is understanding chapter two, that it's a struggle. And these crucible moments, these times when life sucks, is actually a normal part of life, almost a necessary part of life, because it's where we do our most growing and learning. And it's when we realize it's not what happens to us that's important, it's how we respond to what's happening to us. So there's only ever the response from whatever shit life throws our way. And it's where we turn adversity into possibility, yeah, or cortisol into dopamine, where humility and curiosity and dialing up our core values become our superpowers to get through all the different chapter twos we're going through right now, which might be losing a job or losing a loved one, losing a home, a career change, a divorce, or a health scare. Chapter two is where we understand that life is difficult, and we either accept that or we suffer. And just so you know, Passing through chapter two into chapter three isn't something that we conquer once. We're human, right? So we're imperfect. So we'll often go backwards and need to tread back over old ground in order to move forward again. Yeah, we're human. And this is where I think we need to be honest with each other and be honest with our kids because we haven't been honest for quite a while. This bullshit men don't cry or it's weak to show our emotions has made the world think that vulnerability is a weakness when it's gotta be the most courageous freaking strength there is. We have a duty to share our authentic stories with those who look up to us, to help others realize it's not like everyone else has their shit together and I'm the only one struggling here. The goal is to share our hero's journey, not for others to feel sorry for us, but to pass on our wisdom and to normalize that shit happens, but there is a way through. Because here's the thing, the outside world doesn't want you to know the realities of chapter two. The advertising world just wants you to buy their product instead. Or your social world just distorts your reality with highlight reels. And the media world just wants you to be passively outraged rather than proactively kind to someone else. The brutal fact of our reality is life is not perfect and we don't have everything we want. And the hero's journey isn't easy, it's just necessary. But on the other side of it, is beautiful, but we sometimes forget that the journey is part of the struggle. One of the most powerful ways to move through chapter two into chapter three is to quite simply redefine what success is and focus on an inner scorecard which you control rather than an external one that you don't. The way to do this is to focus on what motivates you intrinsically and develop a belief system that says no matter what do I achieve or don't achieve, I am worthy to go on my hero's journey. And the fact that I'm still on it, that I'm persevering is in itself success, that I'm deciding to be in the arena with my face marred by dust and blood and sweat. 
And in that way, you no longer have to wait to be successful. You no longer have to wait to be happy. And this brings us to chapter three, the return. And what the hero brings back when they return is a story. And the giving of that story is this circle that never ends. Yeah, the imparting of wisdom with someone else to then go on their hero's journey. That's the most important part of the hero's journey, to give something back. And that's the ultimate goal, to get into chapter three, where we realize why we do what we do. And we move from I to we. This is where we find our purpose, from achievement to fulfillment, from pain to perspective. But as you can see now, we've got to work our bloody asses off to get there, to follow our dreams. And if we're motivated by realizing our potential, we'll actually want to do the work. Joseph Campbell said that when we're in chapter three, we find our bliss. But he forgot to mention that we first need to find our blisters before we find our bliss. We need to do the work. And when you've made sense of it, and by the way, our mindset course actually can help you with that, please share it. It's our imperfections that connect humans. So please, please, please share your imperfect story with friends and colleagues and family members because that's how we learn. As the great Deepak Chopra once said, when you speak to somebody at the level of their mind, you will speak to their mind. If you speak from your heart, you will speak to their heart. But if you speak through your life story, you will change lives. So cheers to going on your hero's journey. Maybe ask yourself, where am I currently at on the various hero's journeys of my life? Okay, so that's it for another episode of Mojo Espresso. For more content, including the video version of this episode, or to access the Mojo Mindset course, simply download the Mojo Pro app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. And until next time, I will love you and leave you and see you on the other side in the soup.